People of Note on Fine Music Radio is proudly brought to you each week at this time by Peter Turin Productions. This is Rodney Trudgeon welcoming you to this week's edition of People of Note here on Fine Music Radio. My guest is Count Natale Labia. And we're going to be talking about both the Labia family and also, perhaps even more importantly, the Butterfly Art Project, which in association with Fondazione Labia has launched its new community art facilitators headquarters at Casa Labia, that beautiful home and restaurant in Musenberg in that sea-viewed garden studio. Now, the Butterfly Art Project is a non-profit public benefit organization that encourages healing and creativity through the arts for children in disadvantaged, under-resourced communities. It uses the visual arts as a means for healing at an individual level, as well as integrating art therapeutic principles into education institutions. And I was completely fascinated by this. So invited Count Natalie Labia into the studio to find out more. And before I even talk about the project, I just want to ask you, um, Natalie, this count thing is hereditary because your father died in 2016, didn't he? That's right, Rodney. The title is an Italian title, and it was first bestowed to my grandfather um, for his services to the Italian state. Um, and indeed, it is an hereditary title. So my grandfather was Count Natale Labia. And then my father inherited the title when he passed away. Um, incidentally, my grandfather um, built Casalabia. We'll come to that later. Indeed. And then, um, yes, my dad passed away in 2016, and it was passed down to, to me. What does it mean, if you don't mind me being a little bit naive, to have a title like that count? I think it means whatever you believe it to mean. And for me personally, the reason that I use it, albeit sparingly, is out of respect for my grandfather and my father. They achieved a lot in their lifetime, and the achievements that my grandfather made should not be forgotten. So I think it's a, it's a good way of remembering it. But it's certainly it's not something I use on a, on a daily basis, and I think um, in this day and age, one does have to be very sensitive. Mm-hmm. But then does that mean, does it give you any special leeway when you, because I know you live in Milan, is there anything special? Are you entitled to attend diplomatic dues or regal no. events or um, anything like in, that? In fact, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. um, the Italian Italy became a republic after the, uh, the Second World War, and um, the title dates back to when Italy was a monarchy. So while it's a wonderful piece of history and people love to hear about it, um, especially those who are interested in history, in the days of, of the Italian Democratic Republic, it carries no weight whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> no, but I'm going to press this because um, I quite like the idea of an Italian count being in the fine music radio studios for people of note. And you're a young man as the son of the count. But it also means that if you have children, it will pass down being hereditary. That's right. That's right. And I think that would be lovely. Yeah, of course. Right. That sorted out your title. Now, this butterfly art project I'd like to talk about, Fondazione Labia Partnership. Just explain what this is all about. 
Sure. Well, for our family, I think it's an extremely exciting um, initiative and a next chapter. First and foremost, while this is a launch of a new initiative, this is not something entirely new. This builds on the hard work that was done by my grandfather, who came out from Italy as the first Italian ambassador, and he was passionate about the communities, especially around Musenberg. He did a lot for those communities, um, for example, opening things like the Imperial Yacht Club, uh, a number of tennis clubs and community centers, and he was much adored by the communities of that part of the Cape. My father, too, um, worked very hard to build up the Natale Labia Museum and work closely with with communities across Cape Town. And when um, my sister and I sat down a couple of years ago and we were thinking about what was the next chapter of Casalabia going to look like, uh, we immediately felt that um, it had started to become a bit of a, a bubble. And it is beautiful, but at the same time, it had started to become somewhat detached from the communities immediately in the vicinity of Musenberg. And as we all know, Cape Town is a beautiful city, mm. and it's got some of the most beautiful places in, in the world. But cheek by jowl are some of the toughest areas and most deprived communities. Right. right. Um, so we wanted to, to reach out, and it was really through that that we set up the, um, the Fondazione uh, with a view to partnering with organizations like um, the Butterfly Arts Project. What is Fondazione? What is that? What does it mean? That's a foundation. Okay. Does that mean foundation, Fondazione? And the Butterfly Art Project, was that already in existence? It was. Um, BAP is an incredible organization. It was set up 10 years ago by um, an amazingly inspirational German uh, woman by the name of Angela Katzka. And we had done a few things with um, the organization before. Um, so we knew of them, but what this meant is that it answered the three big questions that we wanted to address, and that was, how do we try to fix some of the problems facing the city? Um, Italo Calvino, the Italian writer, once said that cities are like dreams. They consist of our hopes and our fears. And for us, we thought that Cape Town was especially the areas around Musenberg, were too full of fears and there were too few hopes. So we wanted to reach out and, and, and create hopes for the, the local residents. Second area was art. My sister and I are passionate about the arts and we were lucky enough to grow up being surrounded by beauty. Far too few um, people in, in, in this town are in regular contact with art. And then the third area that we feel passionately about are the youth. And in this day and age, sadly, in South Africa, um, the youth are almost the most vulnerable and the most ignored. So by partnering with the Butterfly Arts Project, we could really address those three areas of great concern and, and that, that are our passions. Okay. There's a lot I want to find out from you, Natalie. But let's just have a break. What's your first piece of music? We're going to start off with um, an Italian song, one of, ah, one of my okay. favorites, um, by a, a great, um, a very important um, figure in Italian mu music, Lucio Battisti. This one is called Ancora Tu.
ancora tu non mi sorprende lo sai ancora tu ma non dovevamo vederci più e come stai? domanda inutile
a touch of Italy here on Fine Music Radio and People of Note. What was that, Natale? Lucio Battisti with um, an old song, Ancora Tu. My guest is Count Natale Labia, the young man who, as we discovered, has inherited this title of Count, and they've got the Butterfly Art Project with Fondazione Labia, and we've been talking about what they actually do. And Natale, there's a music side to it as well, isn't there? I, I think is there. We'll come to that. That's a parallel. Uh, oh, is that project. a parallel thing? So, what? How actually do you put this into motion? How do you make this practical? The first thing we did was to sit down with Angela, uh, who heads up the Butterfly Arts Project, and say, "What do you need?" And there were really two elements of it. The one was assistance with their annual budget because they are under a lot of pressure to raise the funds they need. So we've made a contribution, and through other donors, we will look to um, to uh, to build that. The second thing, which is almost more important, is somewhere for them to be based. And there are a couple of rooms that we had outside Casa Labia, which they now use as an administration and training hub. Okay. And that means that the administrative staff and the teachers don't have to go into the areas where they do a lot of the teaching, which are um, really quite dangerous. Um, and it means that they can work in a safe and secure environment. What I find interesting is this word healing, healing art classes in up to 43 different communities across the Western Cape, which is quite substantial, isn't it? It's an incredible organization um, because it uses art as therapy. So a lot of the, the young children across um, these areas of, of the Cape Flats deal with huge amounts of trauma, um, be it uh, violence, abuse, drug addiction, and at the same time, they don't have outlets to be able to express their uh, fears and their uncertainties. Um, but art is a way, with trained uh, practitioners, art is a way to help young children and young people come to terms with some of these scars and to try and heal. Um, and it's it both BAP both um, does the art therapy classes but then it also teaches practitioners. So then these practitioners then go out to um, community care centers and kindergartens and social centers across the Western Cape. So I'd have to get the exact numbers from Angela, but around 3,500 children have access now to these classes. My goodness. Is this in the 43 different communities across the Western Cape? That's exactly it. That's huge. And I see um, the age group is basically between 6 and 18. Is that right? That's right. Of course, the organization has only been going for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. 10 years. So um, it's getting to a stage now where some of these uh, children that are in their mid-teens have been able to do these classes for a couple of years. And the benefits are amazing. So what happens afterwards, because I gather you've got the, the Butterfly Art Project, BAP, they call themselves, has an ongoing mentorship program. So there's a continuing process, isn't there? Absolutely. And even some of the, um, the children are now coming back and getting involved in, in, in helping with the classes. Mm -hmm. What my sister and I really want to achieve at some point is to set up some kind of a bursary where a particularly talent youngsters can have access to um, possibly an education at the Michaela School or somewhere like that and, and to allow them the, a, a career 
um, to, to work as an artist. Okay. And um, so your sister's involved with this as much as you are. Absolutely. And, and so I was just thinking, these children who then get mentorship, ongoing mentorship, there's a support group, isn't there? That you, it's a support group, basically, that you have set up. Exactly. Um, and it's particularly support around um, the arts and, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and creating and expressing and reawakening one's empathetic and soft soul, which sadly is in these tough parts of the city have been um, covered up. Mm, and somewhat brutalized even. And the people who work um, in this organization, the Butterfly Art Project, who are they or how do they get paid or how are they trained? It has a budget of around uh, of a couple of million rand a year. So it, it's, a, it's a pretty substantial team of um, practitioners. Um, but Angela really heads it up herself. Mm-hmm. And then there's a um, fantastic group of people that have sacrificed so much to go into this world just because they really believe in it. Okay. And am I right in saying, as you said just now, you have premises as well at Casalabia or just behind Casalabia? That's right. Yeah, with wonderful views of the ocean. Yes. So it's, a, it's a lovely place what to work. What a beautiful spot. Okay, let's take another piece of music, uh, Natalie. What what have you chosen next? Well, I think I'd like to pick one um, from uh, from this country, um, and it'll be well known, I'm sure, to many listeners. Abdullah Ibrahim with Soweto.
there's a well-known South African piece, Abdullah Ibrahim and Soweto, and it's a choice, another choice, the second choice of my guest on People of Note here on Fine Music Radio this week, and he is Count Natale Labia, a young man who has put his soul, by the sounds of things, Natale, into this butterfly art project and Fondazione Labia partnership, and as we've been discussing, encouraging creativity and healing through art, which is a lovely kind of subtitle for what you do. How long has this been in existence? The partnership really has been, it was formalized in July. So it's a couple of months now, but it's really starting to to um, uh, gather steam, as it were. They moved into our premises in July. And how do you get this known to people? How do people know that this exists and how they can send children to it? They don't have a problem with recruiting children in the area um, and and to to spread into into other parts of the Western Cape. I think our challenge will be to communicate the vision of the Fondazione and Butterfly Arts Project to potential donors and for those who want to to help out. Mm -hmm. I'm sure donors are important as well, aren't they? I mean, that must be something that you, you need to concentrate on as well and work on. Well, absolutely. We're, as a family, we're... Um, investing heavily in this um, but we would like to we would like others to come along and we we believe that we can achieve something really really special okay and i want to talk uh natalie about your your famous family may i say and that beautiful building down at casalabia but first what do you actually do you're are you a financial person or an economics person actually i um have studied economics for a lot of my life and then i went into into finance so I worked as an investment banker in Johannesburg for seven years, and then I joined um, a private equity firm. I worked in private equity for a couple of years, but I've actually decided to go back to study some more. I enjoy <laughs> it so much. <laughs> okay. So in Milano, what do you do? I must say it in English. In Milan, what do you do? <laughs> do you have a sort of nine-to-five job? Uh, no, I'm studying full-time at Bocconi University. Are you studying full-time? Okay. Yeah, I'm doing my MBA. All right, all right. And... Then your family, we spoke about your grandfather coming out here. Why did he come to South Africa in the first place? Let's do a little bit of a Labia history. My grandfather came out to South Africa in 1922. He was sent to build diplomatic relations as the first Italian ambassador um, to the then Union of mm, South Africa. The union then, yeah. And it was the, um, the Kingdom of Italy. So everything was a little different. Yes. Um, and he was um, a a uh, very successful um, diplomat who was passionate about building economic and trade relations, but also cultural and social relations between Italy and, and South Africa. And he was much, much appreciated in the communities of Italians here, but also um, in South Africans. So he moved here. He got married, I think, to someone called Ida. Is that right? He married um, my grandfather, um, Ida Robinson. Who you mean was your grandmother? Sorry, my grandmother, <laughs> who was um, uh, who was a South African. Oh, was she a South African? She Ida. was. Okay. Um, she was the daughter of a mining pioneer, um, Joseph Benjamin Robinson. And then they had two sons, uh, my uncle Joseph and and my my dad, Lucio. Um, but sadly, he passed away in 1936, very young. So um, obviously a very, very long time before I was born. <laughs> Indeed. Would have loved to have met him. Yeah. So your father, that everyone knew in Cape Town, Count Labia, he also had a nickname, was it Lucio? Lucio. That's right. And he, so he was born in 1924 in, in Weinberg. And um, he 
had a, um, a very long career um, as an economist. It's probably where I got my um, I passion for say, economics yeah, yeah. from. Who was responsible for building the house we now know as Casalavia? That was my grandfather. Okay. Um, he built that as the um, official residence of the of the ambassador. And it was um, a South African and a Cape Townian architect, Fred Glennie, um, who did a, a lot of notable buildings in Cape Town, and it's a very well-designed building. But it was designed to resemble a, a Venetian palazzo, so all the furnishings and the interior are imported from Italy and, and still to this day are, are very beautiful. Mm, absolutely. It is a fantastic experience to visit that. And the artwork as well. I mean, was that from the private collection of your grandfather and probably your father as well? That's right. And for a long time, it was just a house. Then it became this cultural center and even a restaurant. That's right. So my... Um, my father wasn't quite sure what to do with the building, so he actually donated it to the South African government in the 1970s, and they ran it as the Natale Labia Museum. But um, sadly, they, um, they closed it um, in the early 2000s as they didn't have any funds, and then the building was returned to the family, and my sister um, spearheaded the, the relaunch in 2010 as the Casa Labia Cultural Center, um, a private not-for-profit Mm -hmm. um, run by the family. And where did the restaurant thing come in? Uh, we always wanted to have a restaurant there. My sister initially wanted to set up the restaurant and was run as the Casa Labia Cafe. But then we decided, she decided rather um, to, uh, to outsource that to another operator. So we've had another operator um, uh, run uh, La Cucina Labia for the last few years. But we're looking to do something else in the space soon. So yeah, please watch the space. Watch the space, absolutely. Talking about the space, let's fill up the next few minutes with some more of your music choice, Natale. Well, let's go back to um, a well-known Italian um, singer, uh, Francesco Guccini, uh, with Piccola Città. And I've, I've picked this one because that means little city. And sometimes I think um, Cape Town is also a bit of a, a little town <laughs> um, and a town of, of lots of memories for me. So it, it has particular um, pertinence. città bastardo posto appena nato ti compresi o fui fatto che in tre mesi mi spinse via piccola città io ti conosco nebbie fumo non so darvi il profumo del ricordo che cambia il meglio ma sono qui nei pensieri le strade di ieri e tornano dolori e stagioni, amori e mattoni che parlano. Piccola città io poi rividi le tue pietre sconosciute, le tue case diroccate. Da guerra antica, mia nemica strana, sei lontana coi peccati fra macerie e fra giochi consumati. Dentro al Florida, cento finestre, un cortile, le voci, le liti e la miseria. Io, la montagna nel cuore, scoprivo l'odore. 
guest to tell us what that was. What was that, Natale? Piccola Città by Francesco Guccini. Giving you a taste of Italy here in Cape Town. Absolutely. <laughs> My guest on this week's edition of People of Note is Count Natale Labia. And we've been talking about the Butterfly Art Project and Fondazione uh, Labia Partnership, but also about your family, which is an important family here in South Africa. And we spoke a lot about Casa Labia, that beautiful house there on the shores of the Atlantic Ocean, Musenberg. But what about Horfenden in Weinberg? What what role does that play, or how did that come into being? Horfenden is, um, in many respects, an even more fascinating building. It dates back um, to one of the original Cape Dutch homesteads, 
It was known as Oderweinberg. So actually all the land of Weinberg was in the property, in the estate of Oderweinberg. Oh, so was that house sort of the kind of farmhouse of the whole area? Exactly. And then it was redeveloped by various Victorians who all seemed to go bankrupt in the process <laughs> until it was bought by my great-grandfather, um, Sir J.B. Robinson, um, and he um, expanded it a bit in the 1890s. And then in, in its current form, it's been there since 1896. Um, and it's been in the family ever since. Um, my father was actually born at the house, and uh, my mum continues to live there. And um, uh, we all uh, consider it home, and, and we love it very much. That's the Countess Sylvia, who is your mother, who, as we know, is a great Wagner fanatic, by the way. I had the pleasure of being with her on a trip to Wiesbaden to watch Wagner's Ring Cycle. But I think you let slip, Natalie, that you also enjoy Wagner and good music, classical music. I'm a, um, a passionate Wagnerian, although perhaps not quite as knowledgeable as my mum and certainly not as knowledgeable as you. But um, I have developed a, a passion for classical music from from my parents, um, who uh, was one of their great passions. And um, I've loved attending The Ring with um, with my parents and, and many other operas um, and look forward to many more. When you are in Milan, for example, would you go or have you been to La Scala? One of the great things of living in Milan is being so close to La Scala, which is absolutely iconic. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how many times one goes, it's always an unforgettable experience. But um, apparently, apart from music, one of your other great passions is motor cars. <laughs> Another passion that I inherited uh, from my dad, who, who loved cars. Um, we've been lucky enough to have a couple of um, wonderful old cars in the family. Um, sadly, not as many as um, we once had, but the collection is very, very important to me. My dad bought a beautiful um, AC Bristol sports car in 1962, which has been in the family ever since. And it's a, um, a lovely little little, well, it's quite quick, actually. Um, <laughs> there's nothing better than flying along um, Rhodes Drive and that. And is that car here in Cape Town? That, that, that is here. That is here. When you talk about the collection, where is the collection? Um, we have another uh, 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 more historic motor car, the Dietrich um, 1903 model, which is in the National Motor Museum in Bewley um, in Devon in the UK. And um, that's eligible for the London to Brighton run. So we'll be doing that um, uh, pretty soon. So looking forward oh, to okay. it. So it is an active hobby of yours, this business of cars, like doing the Brighton run, for example. Absolutely. I won't drive the whole the whole way. It's very technical to drive a motor car from 1903. And I'd probably prang the thing if I did. <laughs> but um, I'll definitely drive some of the way. But I heard or am I wrong that you here in Cape Town, not only this older car, but don't you have some other rather smart cars in Cape Town? We have sadly had to sell two of them quite recently. Um, they were just consuming a lot of time. And unfortunately, if, if you don't have the time to drive them, um, they fall into disrepair. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. What were they? Can you remind me? There was another De Dietrich, and then there was a, a lovely Fiat um, from 1926, which was my grandfather's. Okay. So when you are in Cape Town, and by the way, how often do you come to Cape Town? Because as we said, you live in Milan. But um, this butterfly art project, although your sister is here and helps to run it, mm-hmm. you do come out to see family and get involved, don't you, from time Absolutely. to time? Absolutely. Um, I have to come out for, for work every, um, every quarter. 
so um, I'm here every couple of months, and um, which is uh, which is fantastic. Uh, it means that I can catch up and also just spend some time down at Casa Labia with um, with Butterfly Arts Project. Thankfully, though, in this day and age, one can do a lot remotely. Yes, that's um, true, isn't it? And it is amazing just how active the Casa Labia WhatsApp group is. <laughs> really? But Casa Labia, you said to spend some time there. It is a beautiful building. Does it feel like home when you're there? For me, no. For me, Hawthorne Den and Weinberg will always be home. Um, but I know Casa Labia was the home of, of the, the childhood home of my, my dad. So it's a, it's a great passion. And I think for us, we know just how important it is for the community of this, the Southern Peninsula, um, culturally as well as um, just being a beautiful place to pop into. Mm. Um, so we feel passionate about maintaining it and loving it and caring for it. And when you go there for, say, a dinner or function, how do you feel? It's magnificent. Like, it's, almost like going home. Yeah. Right, we're going to take another music break now, Natalie. What is your next piece? We're going to go back to something more local, and that's the late, great Brahu Masakela with Stimela. Sing that 
Sakela, that piece called Stimela, and that was the fourth choice of my guest on this week's edition of People of Note, a young count we have in the studio, Count Natale Labia. And we've been talking about the Butterfly Art Project and Fondazione Labia Partnership, which, as I said earlier, is a non-profit public benefit organization that encourages healing and creativity through the arts for children in disadvantaged, under-resourced communities. And, um, Natale, you, you said that you've mentioned your sister a few times, who she's based in Cape Town, isn't she, and very involved with this uh, more permanently, possibly. That's right. Antonia um, lives in Cape Town with her husband and, and three beautiful children, um, and she is absolutely the uh, driving force behind this. I, I do what I can um, on this sort of uh, administration and, and, and organizational side, but um, she's the, the, the passion and, and energy in many respects. And also she's here, so I suppose that helps, because you hear, as you said, about once every quarter. 
absolutely it's just, it's her presence is essential and um she's got a lot on her plate with her family but she's equally passionate as i am about this vision and what we're trying to achieve and as we discovered earlier as well it's fairly new isn't it this whole project is fairly new and i know just quite recently you had a launch of the rather elegant dinner at Casalabia. And how did that go? That was a tremendous evening. Um, in fact, it went a, a much better than I think any of us had, had expected. Um, all the guests seemed to thoroughly enjoy themselves. And it was a way to communicate this with some people that we've known for a very long time, but also some others that are interested in the arts and interested in, in making a contribution to society. And it was, I think, a very, very significant um, evening. The keynote speaker was the um, Italian consulate. And it'll be wonderful to have both the support of the um, the Italian consulate in Cape Town, but then also um, sponsors Nedbank and uh, Strauss and Company, the auction house, who have been very generous and very helpful with supporting this initiative. So with a thing like that dinner, which you've had recently, as I said, maybe there were people in the audience who um, might want to contribute. We definitely hope so. And last night we um, we had uh, substantial auctions and um, everyone was very generous. So that definitely has, has helped um, Butterfly Arts Project massively. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to ask you, and you, we mentioned this earlier, we speak about art and all that, but Fine Music Radio being a music station, is there a music element to this yet? Um, not yet, but it's definitely something we will incorporate. Music is a central part of what we do at Casa Labia. We've been lucky enough to work with some extremely talented and extremely passionate people, such as George Hill, who organizes our regular morning and now some evening concerts, and Dan Schaut, who does the, um, the jazz. And both, I think, are much loved and appreciated in the community. And well-known, of course, they are, too. So these people come to perform, say, at Casalabia, because I know you have soirees and things there, don't you? And evening concerts and dinner dates and things like that. That's right. And if any listeners are interested, there is a, a website, um, so just Google it, and the, 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 the calendar is there for, for upcoming events. So if people are interested in finding out more about this project, the Fondazione Lavia Partnership with Butterfly Art Project. How would they, A, find out about it, and B, say, for example, they want to contribute either with help or money or whatever, how would they get hold of you? The um, easiest would be um, on the website, so fondazionelabia.org, or the Casa Labia website. Okay. All so the details are there. Before I let you go, as an Italian count... Uh, Natale, are you just let's move away from this for a moment and um, think of the things that you might do. Are you do you enjoy good food and wine? Um, one of the reasons I love living in Italy is that one is surrounded by fantastic ingredients to cook and um, delicious wines. So um, my wife and I love nothing more than hopping in the car on a Friday afternoon and exploring the um, the areas around Milan and the mountains and on the lakes and uh, discovering some delicious food and, and fantastic um, varietals of wine. Which, may I say, you can also do in Cape Town to an extent, <laughs> can't you? Absolutely. Now, with um, Casalabia, with the restaurant that you have attached to it, that's kind of um, contracted out, isn't it? The family doesn't cook or anything like that. No, the, it's been run by another operator for the last couple of years. Um, however, that comes to an end um, early next year, so we're very excited about the next chapter. 
um, of the the restaurants and catering um, facilities at at Casa Labia. Are you going to tell us about the next chapter, or is it a secret for the it's moment? A, it's a secret for the moment, <laughs> Rodney. Okay, no, that's fine. Count Labia, it's been great talking to you, and congratulations on your butterfly art project, the Fondazione Labia Partnership. As I said, encouraging healing and creativity through the arts for children in disadvantaged, under-resourced communities. And as we also said, um, Natalie, with the mentorship, the ongoing mentorship, which I think is very important. Very often, don't you find there's all this excitement, and when the person turns 18, they leave, and there's no, no support. So you've seen to that. Absolutely. And it's something that uh, my sister and I are really passionate about, especially with a, a bursary type initiative. Okay. So your last piece of music is Beethoven and the great Egmont Overture. So why all this drama? Why have you chosen Egmont? Uh, something completely different from the tracks before. Um, my dad was passionate about Beethoven. And I think one of the first tracks that he ever introduced me to was Egmont. And I've always loved it. And it just so happened that uh, it always makes me think of him. Okay, well, that's a good reason. That's a good reason to end. So we won't be able to play it all, but let's see what we can fit in. But my thanks to Count Natale Labia for coming in and sharing your time with us. Thank you. Thank you, Rodney. It's been a great pleasure.
People of Note on Fine Music Radio was proudly brought to you by Peter Turing Productions. It's It's astounding. It's bigger, steamier, and more outrageous than ever. It's the most anticipated musical show of the year. Peter Turing and Howard Panter present Richard O'Brien's legendary smash hit, The Rocky Horror Show. Get your thrill on with this spectacular cast, including Craig Urbani as Frankenfurter. Do the time warp at Artscape Cape Town, December 6th to January 12th. Time is fleeting. Book now. 